State of Women-Owned Businesses report found that 42% of all businesses, almost 13 million, are run by women. In total, women-owned businesses employ 9.4 million workers and generate revenue of 1.9 trillion. However, those numbers haven't come without challenges, even in the promotional product space. To understand this more, today we're speaking with Nikki Stella, CEO of Aim Smarter. Now managing one of the largest distributor membership organizations in our industry, Nikki knows what it takes to succeed as a woman in promo, and she's here to share her insights and experience with us on what we can learn to do the same. All right. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I'm really happy to be here with you guys. So thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, no, I'm so excited and especially to be talking about this topic with you. You know, as a young woman in promo myself, I'm really excited for just the opportunity to sit down with you and kind of pick your brain a little bit to just hear from your experience. And it's just such a, a timely um, moment in, in you know, mm-hmm. our world right now, especially with the passing of Justice Ginsburg and yes. all that she did for uh, women in business and in, in, you know, in their work and, and helping them to propel. Uh, it's an exciting time to, yeah. to be able to sit down and, and discuss this and, and uh, give a little shout out to all that she did for us. So definitely of, of, of her uh, contribution to, to all of us as an American hero. So I'm Lay. glad to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And just to be even be having this conversation, I feel like is, you know, just progress on its own. So absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So to get started, um, if any of our listeners are unfamiliar, would you be able to just give us a little bit of background information about AIM Smarter? Sure, sure. So AIM is the the largest um, distributor network uh, and we're global. So we are in uh, the United States, Canada and the UK, uh, over 2,500 distributor members of our organization. And we offer a myriad of services and tools to our distributor members. So all the way from full business financing and and back office support, uh, straight through to technology and uh, and marketing services. And so it's just a really, really wonderful, wonderful organization. I'm so proud to be a part of and and such a a knockout team that we have that's uh, with us. So it sounds like really whatever distributors need support in any area, something AIM will be able to help. <laughs> I call it the AIM universe because you really, once we have welcomed you into our family, you never need to step outside of that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the benefits that we provide are truly second to none. The team that we have that folks have access to are, are veterans in the industry. They get it, they understand it, and they're always there on a dime to help out. And so from professional development to technology to everything else, like we have uh, the ability to help folks uh, grow their business. And right now, just really survive and thrive yeah. in these tough times. So, Because mm-hmm. this is probably the time, you know, distributors need support the most. So, Oh, absolutely. And, and so we really jumped to that charge, understanding when the lockdowns happened to be able to give uh, our distributor members, our supplier partners, all the folks that we work with information and real time and being able to educate them on all sorts of different uh, government programs and access mm-hmm. points and, and supplier updates for our preferred partners and all the things that we've, we've uh, put into action. And we really went into overdrive to make sh- uh, drive to make sure that we could help and, and support yeah. our folks. Yeah, that's great. There's so much that I feel like everyone needs to say on top of, you know, this, especially. So just being able to do that easily is already huge. (laughs) 
to put it under one one roof and and that's really what we you know we aimed to do was to be able to give them access in a moment so that anywhere that they needed to get that information uh you know they could pull it up really really quickly and simply and and you know through all sorts of email blast campaigns and newsletters and webinars and all the things that we put into place and access to ppe which has been just such a lifeline for so many folks um, through safe uh, supply chain so that they weren't risking their businesses to be able to bring that over. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we used our trusted supplier partners to help us access that and get that into the hands of our membership. So we worked really, really hard over the course of these last mm -hmm. few months to be able to, to really help, um, you know, thrive, succeed, survive, get through <laughs> it, you know, all the stuff that they had to do to yep. uh, put the place to keep on going and keep the lights on. Awesome. So speaking a little bit about yourself specifically, would you be able to tell us a little bit about what your job as CEO looks like and what, I guess, what a sure. day in the life would entail for you? It's a lot of meetings, especially now that we've gone virtual, right? So, so true. You know, Zoom. Oh, tons of Zoom and, and making sure that my background looks good while I'm doing it and the dogs are calm while I'm, while I'm on the line. Um, but, but honestly, it's you know to make sure that we continue to achieve the goals in being able to deliver second to none services uh, to our distributors. That's really the core of what we do is making sure that they have the tools that they need to be able to get through this. And so, especially now, a day in, my, in the life for me really has been you know daily team Zooms and talking with our distributor partners to find out how they're doing and how they're faring and talking with our supplier partners and, and what's happening for them and, and how do we bridge that gap and how do we meet the need? Uh, so it really is, um, you know, the daily Zoom, the, the daily conversation, yeah. the daily check-in and make sure that we're achieving all the goals that we set forth and being able to deliver uh, on all the things that we, we work to, to bring to, to our community and to the industry as a whole. Yeah. So it sounds like you really have, have your finger on the pulse of really what is going on with, you know, professionals in our industry to figure out how you can help. Well, through my career, I have been able to have such incredible relationships have, that have been built. And, and I'm sure you've learned this as you come into the promo world. Yeah. Uh, there is this embracing that happens. And mm -hmm. so especially today, as we talk about women leadership and um, it's there's this this mentorship. And, and even though many businesses are competitive, there's a respect. Mm -hmm. And uh, and to be able to pick up the phone and call a friend that you've worked with, you know, in partnership over the last you know, 10, 12, 15 years and ask them, how are you doing it and what's going on? And being able to participate at that sort of level is uh, with people that you have, you know, broken bread with and, and you yeah. know. Um, for years, uh, for me, it's you know to not be able to hop on the plane and, and go to the trade show event and go to the you know meet, meet and visit with people. It's just been such a shift in in yeah. the way that our whole business works. But I'm proud of our industry. I'm proud of the way that we've stepped up, and I'm truly proud of of that sort of camaraderie that we've been able to find with each other during this time. And mm -hmm. and you know pick up the phone and and check yeah. in and see how you're doing and and you know be able to to further that relationship. So it's been a lot. A lot of zooms a lot yeah. <laughs> so i'm sure the answer will still be a lot of zooms perhaps yeah. more than there ever was but like what, what we were just kind of talking about with the pandemic and all of the changes that that has brought this year how right. has that kind of affected aim smarter specifically or what have you noticed from your vantage point on the industry so we've been watching those trends really closely and mm -hmm. and we can see through all sorts of, of uh, search intelligence and things like that that 
you know, obviously back when uh, we went into the lockdown and, and uh, businesses were shutting down through March and April, you know, we saw that massive uptick just like everybody else did in mm-hmm. sanitizers. And, and then we saw the rise in, in face masks and, and all sorts of different PPE. Um, the one good thing is that we're starting to see some normalization of search in our traditional promotional products, which is exactly Mm -hmm. what we want to start to be seeing. So now in our top 10 searches, while hand sanitizer and face masks might be there, you know, Mm -hmm. previously it was all like hand sanitizer, sanitizer, flip top (laughs) sanitizer, right? (laughs) Face mask, right. Three ply face mask. Mm -hmm. And now we're starting to see that sanitizer has dropped down to um, the sixth uh, in the sixth spot on our top 10 search. Okay. And we're seeing things like drinkware coming back in and notebooks and, and umbrellas have uh-huh. rised, uh, risen up through uh, the ranks in terms of search as we head into the autumn months. So mm-hmm. we're seeing some normalization and some resurgence of our traditional promotional products, which is a really great thing for us to see. Yeah, that makes me feel much more optimistic about what's yeah, to come knowing that. Exactly. And as an industry, right? I mean, we, yeah. we do have such a, a cohort of, of distributor members that we can see um, all that uptick. And it's exciting to be able to know that that um, infusion of, of our traditional uh, tried and true products are, are out there and being, mm-hmm. you know, being looked for and, and purchased again. So, yeah, totally. So if you don't mind next, I would love to take a little walk down memory lane and learn a little bit more about what jobs you held before you became AIM's CEO. Sure. Um, So yeah, do you want to just tell us a little bit about some of your previous experience? Have you always worked in the promo industry? No, I I started out in uh, my degree is in psychology. Oh, and so cool. uh, behavioral science. So, and I find that that helps me in business all the time. It's a really great totally. um, and with marketing. Sort of, I feel yeah. that's super helpful. Yeah, and organizational uh, dynamics and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. so that's my core educational background. Um, and I got into the promotional product industry much like you know most of the folks out there, mm-hmm. completely by accident. Uh, back <laughs> in 2005, and, yeah. and I was. Um, uh, joined promo marketing and was with promo marketing for 12 years, maybe wow. longer, and rose up through the ranks to president. And um, and so really got ingratiated and built those relationships over that time period by being with that organization and, and, and learning about the promotional world as well as, as the print world. Mm-hmm. That's so cool to know. What are yeah. some of the maybe skills that you um, uh, practiced in some of your other positions that you feel like have kind of helped you excel in the promo space. I know your psychology degree has come Absolutely. in handy unexpectedly. <laughs> so, well, what was really neat for me is I had come into uh, the industry with some sales background and some uh, creative background. So I was mm-hmm. able to pair my understanding of marketing and sales together to be able to, and that's really how my shift happened. So through content, um, I was, you know, a content producer. I was editorial mm-hmm. director there, and uh, and then through production of video and all sorts of different marketing services and yeah. technology as well. And then I, as as they started to see that I was able to sell, they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, maybe we can get you involved on the mm-hmm. sales side as well." And then I I rose uh, through that and and then became president of the organization. But really, through one of the key things that I learned was mm-hmm. that you listen, and if you listen to folks. You know, you can be consultative, you can help them understand where their needs are and kind of, you know, position all sorts of different um, 
tools for them to be able to succeed. And so answering their needs rather mm -hmm. than taking something that a product or a service and just sort of pushing that towards somebody, it's understanding what their need is through active listening and then saying, hey, I can, I, I have all these different things at our, you know, at, in our mm -hmm. arsenal of tools that you can utilize. And so yeah. I think one of the key things that um, I, I try to work with with clients and I try to work with with those that we're helping to strategize is just to really hear them and then give them the tools that they need to help them really um, grow and and uh, help uh, you know achieve their goals. Yeah, that speaks so much to that. I feel like why AIM is so successful because you are listening to distributors and really speaking to what they're actually saying and what they're actually you know maybe yeah. struggling with. Well, and the organization was founded by Jamie Cogshaw and his wife, Lara Cogshaw, mm -hmm. and they were distributors. And so mm -hmm. to have an organization that was built by distributors for distributors, and then with my background in all of the different various tools uh, that a distributor needs to be able to help drive their business growth, uh, it was just such a perfect, uh, perfect way for us to come together. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I left promo marketing and um, and then I was able to, um, you know, go through with Altitude Group to be able to acquire AIM and, and just it was really the, the most perfect mm -hmm. of um, opportunities. That's so great to hear. Yeah. So <laughs> I know things aren't always, you know, so easy and, and perfect like that. So I did want to hear your thoughts on, you know, when you were rising in your career as a woman in business, have you mm -hmm. ever encountered any challenges that you felt maybe were specific to you being a woman or maybe just challenges that your maybe your male counterparts didn't have to deal with to the same degree? Well, and I think that for me, um, I always was um, brave in my conviction. Mm -hmm. And so, and I always sort of, I've got this, this deep seated entrepreneurial seat, um, you know, sort of, uh, element to me yeah. that, uh, my grandfather gave to me and that is sort of a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I always was, uh, willing to, to put myself out there and be yeah. brave and speak up. And so I never felt like, I couldn't get something done or I couldn't mm -hmm. achieve something because of being a woman. Um, yeah. But I do remember the first time I sat down in a boardroom mm. and, you know, it was me and, you know, probably 10, 10 or 15 different gentlemen and they were yeah. going at it and having this, you know, very, very robust discussion. Were you the only woman at and the I time? Was, oh, yeah, and I'm often, and I'm okay with yeah. it. I'm often the only woman at the board table, you know, whatever table that might be, and I'm yeah. okay with it. And but I, you know, I remember the first time, and I was like, "Well, girl, you got to speak up, like get yeah. in there." Yeah. And I think that is the hardest part, um, a lot of times, for for women in mm. that kind of a space to have that confidence to jump into the conversation and be heard, and say what they have to say, and and participate. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, after that moment, I was like, I am not going to be fearful to be heard and let my ideas and, and all the things that I bring to the table mm -hmm. um, be missed. And yeah. so I, I jumped right in that day. And, and then I never I really never looked back in terms of, you know, being fearless and speaking up and and having having a, a seat at the table to have you know, my perspective and my perspective is different from others. And so it's important that we have that inclusiveness and that ability yeah. to share and collaborate all those different perspectives. 
Yeah. And I think you really hit the nail on the head with that too, of just kind of highlighting, you know, we do all have different experiences and we do have different perspectives and there is going to be something, you know, maybe unique about sure. perspective on things that, you know, maybe a man wouldn't necessarily think of just because yeah. we've lived different lives. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And, and the expectations and, and the things that, you know, we think are different. And, and mm -hmm. so to be able to sit down at a table and share that and, um, have that be valued. And yeah. I was always very fortunate to be, you know, you know, I, I sit at the table and, and it was valued. My opinion was valued and, and, um, and I wasn't afraid to, to speak up. And I think that that's really one of the, the biggest keys is to have that yeah. confidence when you sit down and, and just go yeah. believe in no, yourself. Great advice. Plus I always feel like it's like, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing is is to ask for it, right? If yeah. you wait to be seen, and that was one of the things that I think that is so key. Uh, oftentimes, uh, we as women will wait for somebody to acknowledge our work or to acknowledge mm -hmm. and see um, all the effort. And I think sometimes you just have to, to to put it out there and ask for that big opportunity and ask for the promotion and yeah. ask to, for the stretch goal. And, um, and because off, you know, somebody else will ask for that opportunity. And if you, if you don't put yourself out there, folks won't know that, um, that you're hungry and you're ambitious and that you want to drive forward and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, grow your career and, and go after that ambitious opportunity. Yeah. So now that you are the CEO of one of the industry's largest distributor membership organizations, mm -hmm. do you feel like those type of situations or challenges are maybe less frequent or have they maybe just kind of changed in scope? Well, I think that, um, no, I think that, you know, that all of that build, confidence builds upon confidence. And then when mm -hmm. you sit down, uh, do I get nervous about things? You know, if I'm you know, going to go speak on, at an engagement or getting up on stage or you always feel that. And, yeah. and those butterflies, I think having the butterflies um, is really a good thing because it, it, it reminds you how much you care and yeah. how much you want to succeed. And so I always welcome the butterflies and you know, you take that deep breath. It's the willingness to dive in. Yeah. That's the key and not let those butterflies, you know, get the best of you. And yeah. so for me today, I still get butterflies and I still get nervous when I have to get up on stage or do something. Mm -hmm. um, but every single time you do it, it gets easier with practice. And so my confidence today versus what my confidence was when, you know, I was just yeah. starting out is, is worlds apart and, and yeah. being able to really tap into that and, and just dive in and go. Yeah. And that's so inspiring for someone like yeah. me here too, to be like, you know what, we just have to keep doing this. It's just going to get easier every yeah. time and just keep growing. Absolutely. It gets easier and easier. Um, are there, um, in terms of like similar roles, maybe colleagues that you work with, you know, since you are at a high ranking position yourself, do you find that there are a lot of other women in these roles? Well, I think that across the industry, and that's one of the trends I'm I'm so mm -hmm. happy to see, is that we are seeing more and more women in leadership roles throughout the industry. And I love that. Yeah. And I'm proud to be a part of that. Uh, one of the things, having been in the industry for, for 15 years, uh, you know, you've made a lot of friends and a lot of relationships. Mm -hmm. And and um, and there's a lot of mentors out there and, and you don't even realize somebody's mentoring you, you know, in that moment. And then you look back and you're, you're, you're doing something. You're like, I learned that from so and so. And that's yeah. so cool. 
And, and so, um, and it's not just women. I, I've had great mm-hmm. mentors across the industry from, you know, men that are in leadership positions who have shared knowledge and intelligence and, and, uh, and, and women alike. And I've just been very fortunate to, to come up through the industry and to have great people around me that have, uh, that have taught me a lot along the way. Um, so before we part ways, I did want to ask you for our listeners, um, mm-hmm. if you were going to give any advice to anyone listening, but particularly maybe young women that that are just starting out in the promo industry. Um, yeah. What tips would you give to just succeed and really, you know, be the best you can be? Um, you know, I I think that absorb everything, like I said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, learn everything you can. Take on every opportunity to be involved, uh, so that because every project that you involve yourself in that stretches you a little bit, it expands mm-hmm. your experience and expands your knowledge base so that you can apply it to the next situation, the next mm-hmm. situation beyond that. So be fearless. Um, advocate for yourself. Yeah, sure. Right. Be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and don't be afraid and, and have that confidence, sit down at that table and, and, and share your story and share your ideas and, and do that without fear. That's great advice. So lastly, um, do you have any final thoughts or takeaways for your listeners or is there perhaps any, anything special going on with Aim Smarter right now that you'd just like to plug before we go? Uh, well, sure thing. Um, well, look, AIM is, again, um, built by distributors, for distributors. And one of the things that I can say is that we truly have um, the most amazing team yeah. and a team of veterans and and a distributor, um, your needs, they matter to us. And so just like I was talking about the fact that we listen, we truly, truly do. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know AIM, uh, reach out, find out more. Uh, we can help you get through COVID, you know, through strategic conversations, through full business financing, uh, through all of our tools and services that we have. But really, it's a matter of us sitting down and, and hearing you out. And if you do know AIM or you think you know AIM, mm-hmm. you know, we might be a little bit different than what you remember. And so um, it is a whole universe where uh, we will we'll take you in and embrace you and help you achieve your goals and help you meet your dreams. And so, you know, and get through this, this truly this unprecedented time to make sure that you, you know, survive and ultimately thrive. And what is the company website or perhaps an email or phone number that anyone could reach out to if they did want to learn more? It's uh, www.aimsmarter.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Nikki. It has truly been a pleasure just sitting down with you and just hearing about your experience. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it, Emma, and I appreciate your time and talking to me today. Great. Till next time. Wonderful. Take care.